0: Is the energy about to shift for the 2023 Boston Red Sox? There's sure a feeling in the air that it might as the Red Sox return some key players to their pitching staff over the next couple days. You are locked on Red Sox, your daily Boston Red Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Red Sox, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gabby Hurlbut, former ESPN social media associate and current host of the Boston Balling Podcast. Here to bring you the latest Boston Red Sox content Monday through Friday, straight to your favorite podcast feed for free. Also, don't forget, you can get every home Red Sox broadcast on the SiriusXM app. Just download the app and search Red Sox and every Nesson broadcast of the game is on there so you won't miss a single pitch of any game. And who doesn't love that? You want to keep yourselves updated. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the show. The tide might be turning for this year's Red Sox team. There's positive energy in the air. I'll be going over the key pieces that are returning to the Red Sox over the next few days and just breaking down what it all means for the Red Sox. Happy Friday. You've made it to the end of the week. So happy for you. So excited for you. Hope you have fun plans for this beautiful summer weekend. Chris Sale, also I expect to have a fantastic weekend because. He is set to return to the Red Sox tonight after a long, long journey that he's had on the injured list. It's been a ride for Chris Sale. He's just really had a tough time. He just can't stay healthy. He'll pitch for a while, then he'll get injured again, then he'll come out and pitch again, and then he'll get injured again. And I truly admire his work ethic because. It really goes unmatched. He's so dedicated to the game of baseball. And I love how much success he's been able to find on the mound. And the Red Sox don't win that 2018 World Series without sale. He was basically unhittable during his prime. And it was extremely fun to watch. And I just looked back for fun at his 2018 stats last night and he truly was unhittable. Opponents' batting average was under two, and people couldn't make contact on him. He was averaging about 13 strikeouts per start, which is completely unreal. And those are the days of Chris Sale that I, as well as I'm sure you, also miss. He was unbelievable. This season in 2023 hasn't been the best for him. He had spent a lot of time away from the game and on the IL towards the end of 2022. And now he's come back, pitched quite a few starts in this season, and then went to the IL again. Prior to the IL, he had a 4.58 earned run average, recorded 71 strikeouts, and a 5-2 and record. He also gave up 30 earned runs, and the opponent's average was 243. I totally saw him getting back on track prior to his I.L. stint with increasing his strikeout rate and looking confident on the mound. His command definitely looked like it was back, and his velocity was about where it should be, but... My concern with him at this point really now is staying on the mound. Can he stay healthy for the remainder of the season? I'm looking at that as the biggest win for me. If the Red Sox can get a healthy Chris Sale for the remainder of the 2023 season, that is an accomplishment. And it's sad to say that with all the accomplishments we've seen Sale have throughout his career. It's truly unfortunate to have to have this conversation but it's just the reality now at the end of the day. They do have to be conservative with him. I don't hate the idea of limiting him at first when he comes back to just a few innings or limiting his pitch count so that they can make sure he's not you know, blowing his arm out or anything like that. I'm okay with just keeping him under wraps At the beginning to make sure that it's controlled because when you think about chris sale and what he's done for the red sox over his time here yes we got a very very good chris sale for a couple years and that made it worth it having him and it made a lot of sense to have him as the ace of that pitching staff when they did but you can't go into next season relying on Chris Sale. You just can't. And unfortunately, that just is what it is because he's at the point in his career where it's just starting to really add up and the injuries are starting to add up. So yes, he'll come back and he'll be a help to the pitching staff for the rest of this season. How much help he will be, I don't feel that... Confident having a lot of expectations because the reality at the end of the day is he spent a lot of time away from the game over the last few years. So it might be hard for him to keep up. But if we can get a solid, on average, four to five innings or so from him, I think that's totally reasonable and totally okay for. Maybe five is about where I'm looking at to ease him back into everything because they have to be conservative with sale now. It absolutely is good news for the fact that the Red Sox won't have to continue to do an extra bullpen day every five days in the rotation because he can resume that spot as another starter on that fourth day that a starter would normally pitch. So, it'll give the bullpen more rest. So, that's all good news. But I would like to see the Red Sox not push him too much, keep him on the conservative side. It seems like Alex Cora is on that same page. He knows how to handle sale at this point. I expect that his pitch count will be limited for a while as he eases back into everything, which sale might not like. It might not make him happy because. You know Chris Sale. He's tough. He likes to stay out there, especially if he's pitching well and he's locked in. He likes to stay on the mound and get as much out of that start as he can. But for the sake of longevity and being able to make use of Sale as much as we can, it makes sense to just stay on the conservative side. And if he can just eat up some innings and give the bullpen a little more rest than they've been getting – that's a huge step in the right direction. I'm so excited for having sale day again and being able to see him out there, but don't put your expectations too high is all I'm saying. Coming up, I'm going to be talking about another pitcher who's returning to the Red Sox, who could be a huge difference maker. He already has been. So that's the next topic that I'm going to be discussing here on this episode. If you're looking for a way to make effective picks and make more money, Sleeper is the absolute way to go. Do you want the chance to win more money with less picks? Head to Sleeper where you can win up to 100 times your money on just two or more fantasy baseball picks. Do you think Shohei Otani can hit a home run tonight? Probably. The chances are, yes, he will. I sure do think so. And on Sleeper, you can swing for the fences with up to 100 times your payouts. All you have to do is choose two or more players that you like and select more or less on their stat categories like home runs, strikeouts, hits, and more. Get your picks right and you could win big. Who doesn't like to win more money? I know I do. I'll never say no to that. Use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Currently operational in over 30 states. Check out Sleeper today. I sure tell you, Sleeper is the absolute best daily fantasy product and game of skill. It's basically testing your knowledge of baseball but with a twist to it that makes sense they'll help you decide what the best picks are to make that day and you could really make a lot of money so head to sleeper now use that promo code and you absolutely won't be disappointed garrett whitlock a name that has been tossed around the red sox so much lately we've been waiting for his return to the pitching staff. It's been a long time coming. It's finally here. He's supposed to be activated sometime this weekend, likely on Sunday, which is very exciting. I'm excited. I love Garrett Whitlock. He's an absolute diamond in the rough. The Red Sox truly found a special talent in him, and these words did not come out of my mouth, but I thank the Yankees for not valuing him enough because the red sox truly got a treasure with garrett whitlock that being said he is returning to the bullpen when he comes back i like that i've always been a big advocate for garrett whitlock being a reliever one of my favorite things about whitlock is he has absolutely nasty stuff He has a great variety of pitch selection. He's aware of what pitches he should pitch to which hitters, which makes for a very, very good pitcher. And with his age and where he's at, it's a promising sign. And I like all of that because he typically is good for a few innings because him revealing too much of what he has can be taxing on the back end. And I've seen him start for this team. And as he gets into the later innings, he starts to struggle a bit because his variety of pitches, he feels like he's overused a little bit. So Garrett Whitlock to me is very much a type of pitcher that for three or four innings can give you really special stuff. But I don't like him being stretched out beyond that because that is what he is to me. He's perfect in a long reliever type of role. If a pitcher comes out in the fifth inning, he's the perfect option to bring in, have him pitch maybe the fifth, sixth, seventh, then go to Chris Martin, then go to Kenley Jansen, ideally in a perfect world if the Red Sox offense cooperates too and they have the lead. But Whitlock, to me, if you allow him to go six or seven innings, that's almost taking away from the special effect of what he has to offer. I've always looked at Whitlock as a huge asset to the bullpen. I feel that the Red Sox need starting pitching help 100%. I've advocated for this so many times, and I've said this so many times. But Whitlock shouldn't be in the rotation. I don't feel that he's the starting rotation help they need. I think they need to go out and be aggressive in the offseason and acquire starting pitching. If they can add him to the bullpen and they're looking at a bullpen that consists of Schreiber, Winkowski, Martin, Jansen, possibly Hal. who knows what's happening with him. We haven't gotten a full update on his – status and where he's going to be. Chris Murphy, maybe Brandon Walter, we'll see how he pitches. This team, bullpen-wise, could be absolutely stacked. Could be. Winkowski hopefully is starting to get back on track. He looked very good on a Wednesday night against the Royals. Whitlock, to me, fits right in with that group. And Makes the bullpen just really a lot more solidified than it feels. The bullpen has not been bad in 2023. It's decent overall, but I would feel like the Red Sox have a more complete bullpen if Whitlock stays there. So I'm a huge advocate for him not giving away his stuff and being out there for too long and having a solid three to four innings where he's just mowing everybody down. That is the best use of Whitlock to me. He made his final rehab start on Wednesday in Worcester through 2.1 innings for 45 pitches. Looked very good overall. Gave up two hits and zero earned runs and recorded three strikeouts and no walks. He did have a hit by pitch. He was looking pretty rough in the first inning. Had to escape a bases loaded jam. But the key word is escape. He was able to get out of it. He was sitting around 92 to 95 miles per hour. So that's promising. That's very good. He also was able to settle in nicely after the first inning. He escaped the bases loaded jam, then recorded three strikeouts and had complete control for the rest of his outing. So that is the Garrett Whitlock that we know. He was also able to use a mix of pitches. He used his fastball, his sinker, his changeup. So he's getting back on track with having a full resume of pitches that he can choose from. That was the only rehab assignment he made in AAA, but he's made five rehab appearances in the Red Sox farm system this season, overall recording a 129 earned run average while allowing three runs in a combined 21 innings pitched. It's definitely a promising sign that he was very effective in his rehab outings. I hope it doesn't backfire that he only made one rehab appearance in AAA. I don't feel like it will. He's been very much on track with his progress and the Red Sox have seen everything that he's been doing, and the fact that he used all three of those pitches that I mentioned, the fastball sinker and changeup, is key because it shows that he has that confidence to be able to use all of those and his arm is working properly. So Whitlock coming back in the bullpen, that's where he belongs. Whether they bring him back as a starter at some point is yet to be seen. I do believe that there's a possibility that he gets rotated in as a starter at some point. It might might not be this season. Maybe it is next season. And that might just be how it is for his whole career with Boston. Maybe he just sometimes is a starter and sometimes is a reliever. And it's more on an as-needed basis. If they need him to start, he'll start. If they need him in the bullpen, he'll relieve. But that's a great type of pitcher to have in your system. Somebody who's capable of doing both. He's stronger as a reliever, but isn't an awful starter. So when they need somebody, if they're in a pinch, I'm okay with them bringing him up as a starter, but overall, keep him in the bullpen. Garrett Whitlock is a special diamond in the rough for this Red Sox team, and I'm so excited to have him back. He's going to pay dividends for this pitching staff, and it's also another strong arm to add because the Red Sox lately have been throwing out some weak arms in the bullpen to try to make ends meet until their guys come back. So Whitlock at least is a proven, reliable pitcher, and we know what he has. So Opie comes back and is able to dominate the way that we know Garrett Whitlock can. Coming up next, I'm going to be talking about a man who just absolutely has been a huge part of this Red Sox team and his stamina physically and mentally that he's showing by having his early return. Don't forget, you can't miss a single pitch of Red Sox baseball. If you have the SiriusXM app, just download the app and search Red Sox and the Nesson broadcast for all games will come up. You are covered if you don't want to miss a single pitch of Red Sox baseball. Because who knows, with my luck, the one pitch I would miss would be when somebody goes yard, and I would be so mad at myself that I missed that and I missed the call for it. So SiriusXM has your back. Download the app, type in Red Sox, and you won't miss a single pitch of the rest of the season. Also, don't forget, we're really getting into the – Key part of the season here. Teams are trying to lock up playoff spots. Locked on MLB with my good friend Sully has you covered on all things going on in baseball. If you want updates on the Astros or the Blue Jays, the teams ahead of the Red Sox that they are trying to catch in the wild card race, go to his podcast and check out Locked on MLB on your favorite podcast platform. And it can really help you feel prepped for what's to come with the other teams that the Red Sox are trying to catch and all baseball content in general. And you can get Locked on Red Sox for free every day, Monday through Friday, on your favorite podcast platform. I will be here sharing it all, talking about everything going on with our favorite boys in red. Justin Turner has been an absolute monster this season for the Red Sox in the best way possible. He's been a major part of the offense, the most consistent, disciplined hitter on the team. He knows what pitches he should be taking, what pitches he should be swinging at. He makes pitchers work. He really is the full package of what you want in a professional baseball player. His defense is good. He's willing to move around. He's played some first base, played some second base, played some third base for the Red Sox this season. That's the type of player that you want is somebody who's willing to adapt and make it work for the best of the team. He's always putting the team before himself. He's very selfless, and I see why Dodgers fans spoke so highly of him when he was in L.A. He's a true team leader. He can help guide the young players, which I've said before on the show, I feel like he's been a huge help to the young players on the team, primarily Casas, who's been sharing his position, and we've seen the progress Casas has made. Having Justin Turner's presence is so important in more ways than one. And he unfortunately has been suffering a heel injury that he dealt with on July 31st against the Mariners. So as a result of that injury, he sat out the remaining games of the West coast trip. Also the first game back at Fenway. And then he returned to play the next three games, but missed the Royal series as well. After Checking in with Turner and the reports coming out, he described it as a bone bruise, which is not very good news to receive because typically that's an injury that requires about four to six weeks off of your feet to allow yourself to heal. So that's putting him out for a while. And with the way that Turner has been hitting, if the Red Sox want any chance of their season being conserved and having a chance to feel like they're still fighting for a playoff spot. They need Justin Turner in that lineup because he makes a massive, massive difference. He has no plans to go on the IL though. Justin Turner is just so tough. He is planning to return to the lineup in the next few days and is planning on playing through the injury. There's a lot of risk with that. At his age and where he's at in his career, he should be playing it on the safer side instead of on the aggressive side because if he plays through the injury and that backfires on him, he could have problems for as long as he decides to spend the rest of his career. Who knows? Maybe he'll be hanging it up soon. It's hard to know. But he's taking a risk by playing through the injury even though he's not fully recovered because he cares so much about this Red Sox team. This reminds me a lot of Dustin Pedroia, just that constant fight and determination and resilience being shown here. Turner's being so selfless in this situation and putting the team before himself. That's displaying true leadership qualities, toughness and dedication to his teammates I hope it doesn't affect him longer term, but it seems like he's not concerned about that. What he's concerned about is doing what's best for his team and being there to make an impact. And how do you not respect that? I respect the daylight out of that. The attitude displayed by somebody who's going to come out there and play through an injury and just do what he can to put his team in a position to succeed is contagious. That attitude, I'm hoping, will reflect on the younger players on this Red Sox team to allow them throughout their career to have that mindset. Obviously, if the injury is too serious and the training staff is saying don't play, then don't play. But when you're in a situation where you have the choice, Justin Turner is making that choice to be there for his team, even if it might pay detriments to his career on the longer term side. He heard four to six weeks and he said, absolutely no way. I'm not doing that. I need to be here now for this team before we don't have a chance anymore. And I respect that so much. He's just a great person to have around. And this just only even further solidifies why he was chosen as the Red Sox Heart and Hustle Award recipient he just embodies everything that major league baseball should be about and teamwork and camaraderie. I can't speak enough on what he's done for this Red Sox team. Just so consistent, so focused and just knows how to keep everybody on track and keep everybody motivated. So I wish Turner the absolute best of luck. I'm obviously excited to see him back in the Red Sox lineup. It's, a huge miss without him and there's a void that's noticeable without him. So I'm happy about it. But at the same time, I hope he's making a responsible decision in terms of his ability to be able to play. Cause I would hate to see him come back for a couple games, then end up back on the IL or on the IL in general, since he's not doing an IL stint and not be able to play the rest of the season. So I trust that Turner knows himself more than anybody else. And hopefully this goes well, but huge props to Turner. I don't know if the Red Sox will bring him back after next year. Cause he is on a two-year deal, but whatever the future holds for him, I'll always be team JT. Don't forget to not miss a single game broadcast or a single pitch for that matter, Sirius XM has you covered. Just download the Sirius XM app and type in Red Sox, and you can find the Nesson broadcast for every game. They absolutely have your back. I love it because it allows me to not have to miss games, which I can't help. So, Sirius XM absolutely has you covered with that. Don't forget to subscribe to Lockdown Red Sox on your favorite podcast platform where you can hear new content Monday through Friday for free. We're getting into the home stretch here. The regular season will be coming to a close before you know it. So Red Sox really need to kick it into high gear now if they want to have a chance. Big series coming up against the Tigers. Absolutely got to take advantage and win that series and give your team some life again because – It's not over till it's over. Keep the faith. Go Red Sox. Believe. I know I will be as much as I can. Happy Friday. I will catch you on the flip side.